welcome to Wax Half Full episode something something. I don't know. It's This is a makeup episode. Sorry for not being able to record on our regular uh, date. Not Sorry, not being able to publish on our regular date of Saturday. Because I was busy. I was, was busy out in Spain doing some uh, esports production for StarCraft 2. Finally got back yesterday. Fucking tired of shit. But anyway, uh, but really, really wanted to get back to you guys. Uh, who are you guys? Hey, did anyone complain? Anyone ads did like did like Tank come up to you and say, "Hey, where's it? Where's the episode?" No, no one noticed. Oh, right? oh, let me let me check Instagram real quick. You messaged me a couple <laughs> days ago, but not about that. So, alright. So no, yeah. basically, no one no no one missed us except. Hey, hey, um, hey I'm, I'm one I'm of my American friends. Again. One of my American friends wanted to watch, uh, wanted to listen to the episode where I recounted the Nico adventures. So that the what adventures? Uh, the the one where I went into the bar with the. Seven year old dudes. Oh wait, one of one of your real life friends in that you met in Japan is now yeah. wants to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Oof. Oh man, you're actually telling people about podcasts. I thought I thought it was a joke. All right, man. I didn't tell her. Um, she was on my phone and she just saw it. All right. Like, what the so, fuck is someone, that? All right. So, someone when I was at the. Uh, during the event, I had to like do a little bit of speaking on stage because of um, unfor- unforeseen circumstances, and someone told me I had a decent like whatever stage voice or whatever, and I was like, "Shit, why are people trying to gas me up here?" I was a little bit suspicious. Yeah, that's... I was like, what, what the fuck is going on? Like, you gotta be suspicious, man. Like, you got you gotta think, what, what, what do people like, have to gain from this shit? And really, there wasn't much to gain, but who knows? Maybe some people are just like that. Anyway, Ed, how, how are you doing? It's I I don't know if I said it was hot last week, but I'm gonna say it again if it, if it wasn't because it's fucking it's hot like it's ridiculously hot. Um, have yeah. you followed? Have you been? Have you looked at any of the news in Japan recently? Uh, why is it all weather? Like are people are like is cattle just falling over and dying because of heat? Just like that. Yeah. Um. So this was the hottest June on record in like 160 years apparently. It was the hottest June day where I was. Like ever, like pretty much where I am right now it was the hottest June day, um, and then it was the earliest end of Tsuyu, which is um, the rainy season, in I think eighty years. So they for for the Kanto region, obviously, like different regions have different. Um, Tsuyu, by the way, is the rainy season. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, so a bunch of things happen. They call they called Tsuyu over after a record of twenty days. As as are, are you drunk? No, not yet. Didn't you, didn't you literally just explain what Tsuyu is and then set and then re-explain it not ten seconds later, or did I miss here? Look, Wax, your um your boominess is rubbing off on me. I'm not right. okay. I'm just tired. Anyway, though. like the, the heat, like okay. the first week, it was like, you know, I think the power of Atsui, people saying Atsui every ten seconds to me, yeah, powered me through it. But this second week, it's like it's fucking taking me out. Like, if I didn't have, like, absolutely necessary events to go to tomorrow, I would I would call and say, I'm like, fuck this, I'm staying home. All right, when when school over again? How long do you still have to crawl up to school for? I have to crawl up to school during school holidays as well, don't worry. Uh, but it ends right. on the 20th of July. Okay, so you still got some, you, okay, you got a ways left. So hopefully this heat wave doesn't last too long. It looks like it's going to be lasting for a while. Well, t- today it cooled down. It's been like 40 degrees almost every single day for the past week. 
So it cooled oh, down, really? but, but, but it was raining, so it was humid as fuck. Like, it was 34C, oh, 99% humidity, which is just as bad, if not worse. All right, that's that's pretty fucking bad. That's that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I was trying uh, to say that uh, I got I got lucky to go to Europe about a week after their heat wave. So it was oh yeah, like just Spain, Spain had the heat wave. Yeah, but that's like a week ago. That's like a, the week before I arrived. When I was there, it was pretty much like you know normal summer heats. You know, hot but like not like you know everyone's dying and shit. Yeah, I I think for me it was just like uh it, it was just t- today was just so busy and it was just like my dude, I'm sweating. We're all sweating. I'm just like so tired. I, I I got home immediately, just fucking napped. Woke up and I've left my wallet at home, at school. Well, good I, thing it's Japan. Good thing it's Japan. There's no crime, so you can just go back there and you can you can get it. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I needed to get groceries, um, and oh, okay. I don't I don't go to my school tomorrow, so I won't be able to get it until Thursday. Well. Are are you close enough with any of the bar owners that you can just go there and have like meals or drinks on credit? Not yet. I, rec- I reckon I could. I reckon I could actually. Okay, I had fun. Like, hey, just uh, can can I pay you back like tomorrow? And, and you think you think you could? Yeah, I reckon I could. Pretty sure I could. Right. Uh, okay, that's good. It's but but, to be but local, luck- I guess. luckily, I have um, I have my f- my phone has. I don't, do you know you know what line is right? Like, is that popular in Korea as well? No, but. It's whatever the messaging it's, app, right? It's a messaging app, but it also has like don't know. It has a bunch of shit, but it also has a wallet app feature. Yeah, it's it's sort of like the what is it? The WeChat. It's like WeChat or yeah. like or like Kakao. Somehow in Asia, like the the chatting apps, they somehow just become the everything apps. They have banking apps built into them. It's as if like what what would they here be? If like Facebook Messenger, if Facebook decided they wanted to invent Google Play, not Google Pay. Like if they had if they had gotten to Apple Pay earlier, it, to, be fa- or- to, to be fair, Google's tried the um, social media messaging platform. They just failed at it miserably forty seven yeah. times. You know what? That's kind of surprising. You know, that's kind of interesting. I wonder why. I wonder if Facebook did try to like make like a you know. I, uh, you know, what? I'm pretty I sure Facebook it, had a credit card. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't have like they didn't try to make like a tap app. That's what everyone else did. Everyone made like you know just like, their phone tap. App. Me- hold up, hold up. Facebook pays a seamless, secure way to pay on the apps you already oh. use. I mean, they probably yeah. got it way too late. You know? now, yeah, now, those... now available in select countries. I feel like Apple and Google and Samsung just have a monopoly on that on phones yeah. that aren't in the in the um. Right, but I'm just saying, like that that that's Facebook dropping the ball because basically the biggest messenger programs in the in the in Asia they they got it early. So uh, like Kakao in Korea is insane because you Kakao basically it does uh inside their app suite they do. They do one. They do Uber. The equivalent of Uber, basically. Uh, they do the equivalent of Apple Pay slash Google Pay, and they do uh, a bunch of other things. I forgot, but but yeah, they basically like, integrate all this shit that's done by fifteen other separate apps in the states generally. So I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't I don't know what happens. Maybe maybe monopoly, uh, lack of competitiveness competitiveness makes the market worse in Korea. I don't know. Hmm. I I think it's just like. Hard to set up those kinds of things if you're not like exclusively like for example Japan's just like a fucked like um monetary how system. Sorry, how, how do you how do you get cabs to Japan? Is there Uber there? Like who who who's the, who does the taxi business there? There's, there's no Uber. I only ever take a taxi if I I literally just see a taxi. I just hail it. There are like yeah yeah, but it costs a gazillion dollars. Uh, you know it's it's not that bad. Um, 
It's not. It's not that bad, except for in Tokyo. In Tokyo, it's ridiculous. But outside, oh, yeah. Tokyo, okay. it's All right, you're you're not in Tokyo. I was wondering what people in, in Tokyo do if they need like a cheap ride because uh, a, a lot a lot of uh, Western millennial culture was funded by Uber, basically. Not not, not a lot of. You know, you know how Uber like they basically disrupted the taxi industry by offering rides below price, right? Yeah, cost price. They didn't make any money. I don't know if they make money now, but yeah. I mean, they're trying to, but but like like a, not a, not a, a some portion of like millennial culture, urban millennial culture in the West was funded by the fact that like venture capitalists were letting kids go to places they wouldn't typically go because they yeah. made Ubers cheaper. Fair. And it's, it's like. Like, I, I feel people don't think about that. It's small things like that. Because like, your ability to get around the city really affects like you know what parts of the city, what parts of the culture in the city become popular. And I'm, I think people underrate the fact that like venture capitalists were just underwriting people to go to like random clubs and concerts for like 10 years. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely the case. But here's the thing, right? I, if you were to ask, has it changed all that much? Mm-hmm. And it, it probably hasn't changed all that much. Like if you look, think back on it, like um, on like the cultures, the like whatever was like popular to do, still popular to do now. Um, so I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's yeah, maybe like just given the avenues. But I'm just saying, like in New York specifically, I'm I'm gonna go with my boomer examples again because you know you know me. So like I, clubs like venues like CBGB, all these places where all the you know the 2000s alt rock, all the arts music. Because there was there was like a very brief period, like as will will only know because he's a student of music, music history, where you know there was like a Brooklyn, uh, New York revival, not revival, yeah. when New York was New York was important for very briefly for for music. Right, like comes back, yeah, yeah. And the thing is that all the places that it was based around, they still had it happened because uh, people could get to them easily, and this is that was pre Uber, but every everything, all the important venues and all the important places were like on the subway. Like they were on like the important lines and they were like reasonably close. So in, in that same way, that's how I'm saying like Uber affects how the way the cultural scene breaks out because the culture has to happen in a place people can get to, right? Yeah, so, I mean, for, for sure. But like it's changed, I guess, the places. But like in terms of what people are doing, I don't think it changed all that much. I, I think those things are connected though because people might be doing something really cool, but if it's like in an out of the way place, it won't get as much coverage. It won't be as popular as before. That's that's why a lot of like you know the the cool things in New York it happened around like subway lines. Yeah, fair. No, I, I think movement matters, but it matters like where these things are happening. But I don't know if that what what was happening was different. If that makes sense. Yeah. And anyway, so this is this is a makeup episode, so I don't have any uh, topic list. So we're just going with whatever comes to the top of my head. We'll, we'll I didn't want to. Yeah, we'll I just keep talk going about, about music. Uh, well, I want to talk about the Fourth of July. Oh, do you have anything to say about music? Because I want because I was done. But if you if you have something no, to no, say, no, I was going to say because you know Wax didn't follow my Instagram over the past weekend or whatever. Oh no, I fucking messaged. No, I fucking messaged you. Got it. I, I messaged you about it. Did, oh, you, you. Oh, I guess I. Yeah. Did yeah. you message oh, me about it? Where? Uh, did I maybe? Did I talk to you? Whatever. I'll, I'll look. I'll look for it now. Anyway, I I, I did see it. You, you you went to see some sort of like indie garage band. Apparently, this is. I don't know how obscure it is, but. You met up with you, but you got to see a band that you want to see for a really long time. You got to take a picture with the band members, the lead, the lead uh, vocalist, and you seem very glad you got to see this band no one has ever heard of. So, uh, yeah, go, 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 tell me about it and uh, flex your indie cred, your your hipster cred, please. Um, so 
Yeah. Um, what I did was over the weekend on Saturday, I went, I, I've been to like smaller concerts, but they're just like kind of okay. like concerts. Hey, 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 here it is. June 21st, you reply to Admo Pro Story. I wrote to you, K-Y-A-A-K-A. I'm pretty sure that was the one where you're like, <laughs> no. taking, taking the the photo with the the singer or whatever. It's, no, it's, no, no, no. It's about... It wasn't, it uh, wasn't, because that was this weekend. Uh, Oh, maybe okay. Maybe this was to something else. I don't know. Maybe maybe you took a picture of a cat on the like a cat on the street. That might have been it. Maybe I don't remember. June twenty first is a long time. I'm not fucking remark. And it was a weekday, so I might have been drinking, right. but unlikely. Anyways, let's go back to the story. Okay. So on Saturday, it was fucking forty degrees Celsius where I was, um, hundred plus Fahrenheit, whatever yada yada. I had bought tickets to a concert with a few artists, three artists. Um, one who I'd never heard of before, King Hans. Um, one who's Haru Nemuri, uh, Haru Nemuri, who is one of my probably like I, I have a list of ten Japanese artists or bands or musicians that I want to listen to live while I'm here. Um, she's one of them, so that's one of the list. So nine to go. Um, and and that, so the first band was a punk pop oh, punk by, band. Oh, by by the way, j- j- just to. Uh... Because I feel like Ads isn't, isn't like doing his indie, his his hipster ragging enough. How do anybody? How do anybody has sixteen thousand subscribers on YouTube? So that's how you know this this is legit uh, hipster shit. This ain't your mainstream shit here. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I wasn't gonna like brag like that, but you know, wax will do. Wait. 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 Her her highest viewed YouTube video has uh, let me see. 270k views. All right, that's that, that's that's pretty indie. If you're your biggest song, it only has that much. I think she's bigger on Spotify. If I've had to guess, oh, that makes yeah, yeah, that's true. Not because YouTube's really big, and it's YouTube basically directly corresponds to how popular you are in the West and Latin America, but maybe not so much in Asia. Yeah, I don't know why my Spotify just refuses to search for me, but anyways, um, yeah, right, so I went to watch watch a pop punk band called King Ons, her and is it is Leo? Um, who is, is it's a solo act from an artist from Necronomy Idol who are like one of the bands that probably came out from from the whole baby metal like you, mm-hmm. you know when baby metal was like starting to pop off in like yeah. the, the early 2010s it, it, was, it was cool and then it was cringe yeah well, their ones like obviously they're not young so like all of age I guess um, but it's yeah. a similar thing of like idols making metal music right but it's yeah. not quite as metal um it's more like melodic metal i'd say um anyways the so i think this was her like second solo solo performance um so i knew of her and i knew of Neko, not me, idol. i had, didn't know she was going solo but until i saw the thing and then i also didn't know the first that first band but the main person i was going for was Harun Emery. anyways it's in tokyo shimokitazawa which if you've ever been to tokyo shimokitazawa is like the hipster of the hipster area in tokyo didn't disappoint place was hipster as fuck one girl in the crowd was wearing slippers with dinosaurs on them um she eventually switched off switched out of them but they were cool i told her what happened to your slippers? And she was like, oh. And then she looked at me like, I, I didn't know what she was talking about. But anyways, that's fine. Um, yeah, it was like probably like, I'd say maybe 30, 40 people there for the live performance. It wasn't, it wasn't a big crowd. What I did notice the difference was um, in Japan, you don't sing the lyrics. No one sings the lyrics, even if you know the lyrics of the, of the artist. 
Like no one was singing except for me. So that was kind of awkward, but I still did it. Um, Haru Nemiri was in the crowd for the first, for the first band. And I was like, like I have a video of me like panning through the crowd. We noticing her there. And then like just stopping, just like going back to the stage. <laughs> it was funny. And then, yeah, so it was, it was a good performance. I, I thought, if to be honest, out of the three, King Gons impressed me the most, uh, which is the pop punk band. Um, I spoke to them. They're like from Tochigi, which is like about like that legitimately 30 minute, um, 30 minute train ride to where they're from in Tochigi. And he was like, oh, are you from, like I was still, I was still one of the lead singer. And he was like, oh, you're from Gunma? Like if we were going back to Tochigi, we would have taken you back on the way in our tour bus. They had like some like van parked outside the venue. And they were like, oh, if we were going back to Tochigi, we would have dropped you off on the way. But he's like, we're in Tokyo for the rest of the weekend. And I was like, oh, it's all good, man. How, uh, how, big, how, big was, how big was the venue, by the way? I couldn't really tell from your video because you didn't. It, it was small. It was small. Were you, was it like a, like 50 people, 100 people? I couldn't really tell. There were probably like, so, so like, um, some people only stayed for one artist or came later or came earlier and left, that kind of thing. But at all times, it was roughly about 30 to 40 people, I'd say, you know? Okay. All right. All right. That, 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 that makes about sense, I suppose. So I want to ask you, like, what, what was the, the, uh, from what I can tell, this music is like, it's punkish, but it's not like, you, you call it post-punk? I forgot. What, what, what do you call it? Pop-punk. I call it pop-punk. Right, pop punk. That sounds about right. So it's like kind of loud, but it doesn't really go that hard. So they, I was gonna say, like, they went hard, man. They went hard. They, okay, they went okay. hard. So, so if they did, if they did go hard, like when you're listening, how, like how hard does the audience go? Like, what's the physicality of the audience in Japan? Because uh, in my experience going to Korea, like, um, well, when I was in Korea, this is I'm a, I'm a boomer, so it might be the culture might have changed. I was kind of surprised, like how much like the Korean audiences for how uh, Korean people, how reserved they are just in general in terms of like sports culture and other cultures. In music culture, they basically follow all of the uh, American norms. Like when I went to see, fuck, who was it? There was some act I went to see in Korea that was like pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty loud. Okay. I forget, I forget who it was. But the, when I went there, just generally the people were very like, it was all the moshing and stuff that you would expect from the States. So what was it like? Uh, what was it like? Like, like, like I said, it was a smaller crowd, uh, more intimate venue, I'd say, than like for a moshing. There was no moshing, I'd say. But a few, a few people went pretty hard with me. Um, I, well, I don't mean necessarily moshing, but yeah, I didn't necessarily didn't be moshing, but like. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like I said, they, they didn't sing, was like no one sang the lyrics for me, I guess, even if they knew the songs. That, that's um, interesting. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, how. Uh, do, you, do you think that if anyone tried to crowd surf, the crowd would have made it happen? Um, maybe I don't think so. It was it was not that kind of crowd, I'd say. All right, I was I'm just cool. saying like that. But back when I used to go to random Brooklyn rock shows, like like every, almost every single time, some one of the band guys performing would just just jump into the crowd, and they would just be, there'd be a crowd jumping moment, and I got really fucking tired of that. Like I'm like, come on, man, you can't do that every fucking show. But, but maybe no, yes, that's what. That yes, is. you can, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe yeah, maybe, maybe that's the point for 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 those guys. But I'm like. Because I'm not like a huge fan of it, but uh, I was just saying that no, no. crowd surfing is limited. In my limited experience, like uh, you know, going to Brooklyn rock shows, you, you can be at a tiny ass venue and people will do that. So, but that, that, was, that was my thought on it. No, there was no crowd surfing, but like I said, King Ons went like hard. Like they're uh, trying like for for a band I'd never heard of and a band that's not that big. Their transitions were on point. They fucking 
Like the, the crowd on. energy. King Ons, yeah. K I N G O N S. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Like if you go on their Spotify, they have literally 130 monthly listeners, 3,000 um, listens I'm, on their most popular song. I, I'm proud that you're the guy who actually follows up because I definitely go to shows where I listen to a band live I've never heard of before. I'm like, oh my, I'm like, oh my God, they're so great. I should follow up. And then I just fucking never do it. So <laughs> good, good on you. No, dude. Like, like I said, they, they impressed me heaps. Hard and Emery was great as well. Um, she was really, really good. The last chick was like, okay. I think she like lacked. It's, it's a thing like if you're in a band, right? Where like mm-hmm. you you have to develop that solo, like being able to hold a crowd, hold a stage on, on your own. I don't know if she's developed that yet. She was okay. Uh, and then after the show, I spoke with Haru Nemuri and I, she was like, oh, you know, like, oh, like I was just talking to her and I was like, oh, I came from Gunma for this. Like, oh, from Gunma. And she, I didn't okay. quite like hear her because my ears were re- still ringing from the thing, but I think she said she used to live in Takasaki, which used to be in Gunma, which doesn't used to be in Gunma. It is in Gunma. <laughs> um, but I know she's not from Gunma, so I don't know if she lived there momentarily for like a bit, a little bit. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, one of your more mainstream crush, your much more mainstream crush, Rina Sawayama, what's, what's happening to her? Like, why is she blowing up so much lately? Like, I think she went from, she went from, like, you know, not truly an indie artist, but, you know, like, among, like, you know, the people who are pop, who are mainstream artists, someone who maintains some indie cred, and now she's just becoming, like, a straight-up pop star? Like, what's going on? I think she got the luck of, like, having her album come out at a nice time in terms of when British pop music was having a little bit of a revival, and I think that's, she, she kind of rode that wave, and she also had just, like, a, a were really good album that was like well received by people and then she had some good collabs as well like she had she had a quite quite a few collabs that went like very well um for her and i think that's what helped yeah her. yeah she's like straight up red carpeting with like i forgot who it was but it's a bunch of like a-list stars now so whatever I, I, we're, we're gonna see more of her so have, are you gonna turn on her now that she's famous now that she's actually famous famous how, how do you feel about this that's also, also like to be fair it, the, her 2020 album, the one I like, Sawayama, was yeah. her first album, like mm-hmm. her first um, major label album. So it's not like she was down in the depths of um. Of, well, that's what I mean. Know, indie darling for Security. multiple album releases. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, yeah, but you know what I mean. You, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, all right. Okay, I, I guess you can plug the songs later. But do you still, you have anything more to say about the music? Oh, I, I got Nihongo Jewelsed by Hari Nemery, and I will remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. How, how many times do you hear that? Have you heard it enough that you feel like it's patronizing yet, or do you, t- do you take it sincerely every time? I, if it was by her, she can say as many times as she wants, man, I don't give a fuck. Is this the kind of pod where we don't have to explain what you said at all? We, we're, just, we're just taking it just as a... Oh, Nihongo Jewelsed? Let's explain it. It just yeah. means... Uh, do we have to? Your, your Japanese is good. Like, wow, your Japanese is good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I was, was, was going to say, I've, like I've, I've not even got... So, so there's, there's levels of the weeb. There's levels of the gaijin, right? The gaijin living yeah. in Japan. The first one is Nihongo Jozu. The second one is um, Hoshi Jozu, which is um, chopsticks. Or Hashi Jozu, I'm sorry. Um, which is like good chopstick skills. Um, and 
then the, the, the third and final level, which I recently received, is good broom use. Good broom use? Yeah. Like, um, sweeping, like, like sweeping things up, like cleaning. Yeah. So, so at, uh, at, at Japanese schools, if you don't know, the kids, there's, there's no, um, there's no, what do you call it, janitorial stuff. The kids clean with the teachers yeah. every single day. And I was hey, just like hey, sweeping hey, shit hey, and teacher was like... Gumo Wax has done has done multiple segments on on why making kids clean it at school is good. I think it's good as well, actually. You know, I'm, I've I've been a change. but again, it needs to be like culturally ingrained into them at a young age. Um, yeah, so I got Hoki Chozu this. So that's I think that's the highest level of gaijin in Japan that you can get, or at least the highest I've received so far. So I'm that, level three gaijin one, in Japan. Yeah, that one's fucking weird. Like, how can you be bad at sweeping? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's, that's the one that—that's the one that sounds like the most patronizing. She's like, "Oh, I, I gotta say something nice to this guy. He's good at sweeping." As if like, how how, how are you bad at sweeping? Maybe maybe she was hitting on me, man. She was like, "Damn, this this uh this dude be looking be looking domestic AF." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. All right, uh, follow up on that and, and report back next week uh, or this weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know. After yeah, I, I lose I my I job. Think, yeah, next next weekend. Uh, uh, all right. oh, before oh, we yeah. end up, before we move on, move on. Before we move on, I should say. So afterwards, I did stay around um, the area till first train because I didn't want to like. It was like a like a weird time where if I caught every single train at the right time, I would have gotten home. But if I missed one train, I would have been stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere. So I decided to just drink until first train, um, which was the first time I've done it in Tokyo by myself. I've done it in Osaka a couple times. It was it was good. Um, the the train ride back was terrible. I was fucking dozing off, do sex machine on my way home. One kid saw me at the train station at seven a.m. from my school, and was like, "Oh, Adam Sensei, I saw you at the train station at seven a.m. on Sunday." And I'm like, "Ooh, you did not see me in a good state, my dude." <laughs> uh, oh, that was that was funny. Um, oh, and I, I met Slash's brother, Slash, the man, the guitarist from Guns N' Roses. I met his brother wait, wait. in a bar wait. in Tokyo. In Tokyo? Yeah. How do you know? So, this is a question. Did he tell you that he was Slash's brother? Or did you know he was Slash's brother because you're that kind of fucking... No, I, I have no idea he was Slash's brother. So, <laughs> the reason why he said it was because... I don't know who who asked to play Slash, a, 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 like a Guns N' Roses song. But a Guns N' Maybe he did. I don't remember. Um, but it was like a rock, um, a rock, uh, rock par, and a Guns N' Roses song comes on, and he's like, "Oh, like he's about to leave," and he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm Slash's brother," and the guy I was chatting with was like, "No, you're fucking not, you fucking liar," and he's like, "Google me," and so you know, you ask Google, "Hey Google," uh, don't say that because that's gonna trigger someone's thing, and you ask is who's Slash's brother, and he shows you a picture of the dude, and you 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 compare the photos, and it's him. All right. Was there any reason for him to like reveal that? Was he just like flexing for no reason? Probably flexing for no reason, but it was still okay, funny. If you're all right too, if, okay. Uh, among like if we're ranking sad, saddest flexes, just telling random random dudes in a Tokyo bar that you're Slash's brother because like you know Gun GNR song came on on whatever the jukebox. Where does that rank among saddest flexes? Wait, do you think that's sad at all? I think it's sad. It's pretty sad, but is it as sad as me telling people my hockey is Josu? I don't know. Did he, did he buy? Did he buy you drinks? Did he buy anyone rounds? Um, 
He did not, but the guy he was with did. Okay, okay so that, that makes it like extra. Like it's, it's acceptable if like you've been generous all night and people may be wondering, oh, you know, where is this guy getting all his money from? Or like, why is this guy, you know, being so nice? Then you, then you do the flex. That, then that makes sense. But like, if, if you just, if you haven't been paying for anyone and like you haven't been particularly like, I don't know, cool to people all night, was he cool at least? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a fun conversation. The conversation was so, like, the conversation involved so many people like coming in and out of the conversation because I was there for like four hours straight. It was, it was, it was a weird like situation. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, 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 okay. So in that case, you, you having that information made things better for you. It made it more interesting for you, at least. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. Let's right, go. Keith, with that. what do you think? Keith, what do you think? Do you think that was a needless flex, a sad flex? What's your thought on that? Uh, what? <laughs> so, uh, uh, do you, were you listening at all? Uh, not to the last like minute or so. All right. As as went to a, a bar in Tokyo, he was hanging out with some people. Yada yada yada. One of the guys gets up to leave, and he says, "Oh, by the way, I'm Slash from GNR's brother." And he sh- and they make him Google him and show shows them on the phone the picture. Like, "Oh, you are Slash's brother," and he leaves. Is that a sad flex? A random flex? Like, what, how do we how do we describe this shit? Uh, I don't know. It's probably just random. Okay, maybe it's not sad. Maybe it's just like yeah. Maybe I don't know why you would be sad. Well, maybe as because the way I was telling the story at first made it sound like it's just like it was out of unprompted and out of nowhere. I'm like, huh? Because because the thing is like if it so here's here's the way I look at it. If you are the famous person, then it's random. If you're not even the famous person, then it's 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 getting into like sad territory, isn't it? Isn't it? As, hey, he's he's oh, was that a question to me or keep? Well, I decided either you. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it as random if it's you, if you are the famous person. But if it's like on, on, apropos of nothing that you're related to a famous person, eh, that's, that's getting into weird territory for me. And Slash's brother, to be fair, did make the news rounds for calling, for insulting Axl Rose. So, yeah. Wait, is, is he like, is he like uh, famous in his own right? I don't know. He just called Axl Rose a fat bastard, fat Elvis. Apparently, there's nothing. This is making music. Oh, this so. Yo, his real name is Albion Hudson. The fuck? It's such a cool name. Ah, <laughs> uh, depends on depends on what you think of England. <laughs> I hate England, but it's still funny. Albion Hudson. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, okay, that was that was that was a good story about Sasha's brother. So fucking random. Oh, hold on. Uh, I think that. Like, I don't think you're wrong, but I don't think, I think in this situation, it's fine. Um, cause it's not like he, he wasn't like leading with, he slashes, like he wasn't like going around introducing himself as Slash's brother to everybody in the bar or something. It was just like a comment he made cause a song came on as he was leaving. Like that seems like pretty mundane uh but uh i don't know if you saw the trailer i I posted in discord uh the trailer not too long ago there's like a show coming out on whatever network it is fox or something like that uh where it's like 13 relatives of famous people and they're competing to like 
keep a keep it a secret who they're related to and if they win they get like a couple hundred thousand dollars or something like that i think that's insane <laughs> that's that's kind of interesting I, I think that's um okay so on how do they tease this but because you know to, to promote the show they have to get you interested right if they get you interested they have to say oh these people are are uh, the relatives of like fairly big stars at least right yes. you want to- so it's hosted by one of the jonas brothers and their famous their their brother who's not in the jonas brothers so it's one of the mm-hmm. famous ones and then the non-famous one um and then they're like these are relatives of like zendaya and chuck norris and like a couple other people who i forget um, okay, so like Zendaya, someone who's related really, really to Zendaya at least is headlining. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a dozen just random relatives of famous people. And I think this like would be interesting. I think this using would be interesting that depending. for clout. Yeah, I think that has potential to be. So it's going to be a wreck no matter what. So that that's just the premise. Yeah, the premise is a wreck, but it might be at least interesting if they could get people who are really close. But if it's like your second cousin and shit, then like, you know, like really, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I imagine you can't be too close because you can't have ever have been, like, spotted with them, right? Otherwise, yeah. people would just know. I like so the show, you got to have, like, a distant relative. You know, I like I like the show because it just creates incentive for big stars to keep people in their inner circle happy. It's like, the more the more of these kind of shows that come out, then the more these people are, like, stars are incentivized to just, like, you know, keep their inner circle just taken care of just just so they don't have to go out there and do this kind of bullshit i hate it because i as much as i as much as i like in indulge in it in in some ways i hate celebrity culture and i hate that anybody would be like let's make a show about non-famous relatives of celebrities and like try to give them some fame even Look, minor fame i mean this this self-loathing watching is like not self-loathing but this you know this kind of like guilty watching it's the entire premise of like bravo and vh1 and uh whatever all, all these other things so don't worry about it you're you, you're in good company half 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 of america's with you or whatever a good fortune of america's with you here <laughs> you don't you don't have to feel uniquely guilty at least i don't i just wish it wouldn't happen it's so gross do you, do you watch like the the Vanderpump Rules and stuff like that? No, I don't watch television. Okay. Uh, well, I don't watch reality television anymore. Anymore. Yeah, th- th- that's a good start to not watch reality television. Take one. Yeah, I mean, thing I, well, I would. I didn't watch like weird reality. Reality TV used to be like normal, and then it just got really weird. And then they what's, started what's, making like reality TV shows about everything, and that's when I was like, I, I checked out. What's a normal reality TV show to you? Like real world, where it was just like random people living in a house, and just like making up ridiculous scenarios, is like a normal reality show to me. Oh, the MTV one, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then yeah. they started just like giving every random minor person with money a television show and it just got like really weird so you're not a fan of the real housewives no okay stuff like real housewives love and hip-hop uh that stuff is like really weird to me 
Um, But I guess love and hip hop is like, at least it works, I guess. It's like people trying, it's like people with like minor fame and then they like, some people get actually famous off of like talent, I guess. Like I think Cardi B started on love and hip hop or something like that. Um, so it's a little different. Real Housewives is just like it, there's like there's no like talent going on there. They're just people with money, I guess. Being bitchy. Well, I'm looking to forward other. to it. Okay, so what's this new show going to be on, and what's what's this channel it's going to be on? What's it called? Uh, let me see. I'll have to look it up. Continue okay, while I on- research this. Uh, it's, it's called Claim platform. to Fame. It premieres Monday, July 11th on ABC. Oh, motherfucker. It's a network It's a network show? Okay. Yeah, it's a network reality show. You can stream it on Hulu after, okay. but it, it's, uh, it'll be on might, Monday, July 11th. I might check it out. I, I, ha- I have like an affinity for for like just this bad network TV, like uh, like Mass Singer. Mass Singer is terrible, but I, I, I have a strange like... Wax, how many times have I said... Watch uh, eat the Arby's fish fish burger, and you still haven't. Uh, like three times, twice. Well, they don't know. have them anymore, so that's yeah, never yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, keep keep well, also they don't, there. They don't have yeah. they don't have them anymore. No, yeah, it's a one, it's a one time special. It's like a seasonal item. They pay they, for they swapped them out. Tea. Uh, they uh, they re- they recently added their like first ever actual burger. Uh, to the menu, so they have that now instead of the fish sandwiches. So, so hold up, they put paid for Pusha T to make an advertisement song for them, and had it for like what four months? Yeah, a few yeah. months. That's cool. pretty normal, you know. That's that's not unusual for the states. Okay, yeah. It's okay. Anyway, uh, well, let's move on to our next topic. If we're done with music and uh, shitting on celebrity, uh, celebrity relatives. Yeah. Uh, Fourth of, Fourth of July happened. Uh, I, I got back from Spain on the morning of Fourth of what, what, afternoon of Fourth of July. I didn't do anything because I was too tired. I kind of just slept. So that was that. I did see uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest happened again. So I, I did link it for you guys in the chat. And uh, did you see what did you see what Joey Chestnut did to this pro, this protester? Hold on, it's, hold it's on. a six I, second. I, you linked it during the show. I didn't watch it yet. Let me look at it. Now. It's a six. It's a six second clip. Just watch it and give me your live reaction. It's six seconds long. So, uh, yeah, ads, ads, you're muted. Give me, give me your live reaction. I had to watch it a couple of times. This dude dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this, did he kill this man? So basically, uh, protester runs up on stage, and Joey Chestnut, who is the greatest uh, competitive eater of all time, interesting title. Who has won this tournament? I think like seven times, eight times, whatever. He's won this multiple times, and he won it again. But this, the contest is eat as many hot dogs as you can in ten minutes. But he takes a little break because a protester runs up on stage with a sign, uh, and the sign is like a little bit weird. But I'll, I'll explain that later. It's a protester in a Darth Vader mask with a sign about you know something about the Smithsfield Death Star, and uh, t- he's right. He goes up right next to Joy Chestnut for some reason, and he bumps him out of the way to try to get his sign on camera. And Joey Chestnut just like puts him in a chokehold. But the thing is, he doesn't just put him in a chokehold. So you know how like in, in regular chokehold that like, you just squeeze and the person like, you know, they slowly pass out in MMA. Joey Chestnut, he gives it, he puts him in a sleeper. But then he does like the the, the, the arm twist 
that you see like a movie when, when you're next to That's what I'm saying. Like, a, yeah, like, it looked like a like, like a movie fucking. It looked like uh, at first it looked, yeah it, it was like it was it started as like a regular you know put up the sleep chokehold and then it's like can you fucking break his neck and uh, yeah I'm pretty sure he didn't die or else we had heard in the news but um, anyway um th- this this goes back to our our favorite I looked this up who these guys are and it's our uh, it's direct action now guys the guys who taped themselves to the uh, basketball court chained themselves to the stanchion of the NBA playoffs oh, the, the ones who tried to um also invade the F1 this weekend as well. Yeah, they're getting. Yeah, I guess they're getting really big now. And and you know, we we had that talk last when we were talking about that. I I had a talk where like the the things they do make them seem like in, insane kooks. But at least within whether they're right or wrong, we don't know. But their reasoning at least seems to be that they know that they appear to be kooks. But by doing this, they they kind of uh, they they think this is a better way to get attention. It's better to get any attention than to be ignored completely. So I don't know if the strategy is working. That's interesting. But I thought that was so. Anyway, so they're basically uh, uh, I don't know. Smithfield supplies hot dogs for Nathan's famous. Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is you know Nathan's the uh, they make hot dogs most. Fa- they're a hot dog company most famously. They used to have stores. Now they don't anymore. Uh, well, they do, but very few. Mostly they sell hot dogs to supermarkets now. Uh, but, but yeah, they're protesting some sort of like inhumane way of uh, I don't know, raising pigs or slaughtering them. It, by this company, so they came here with these signs, and now uh, I, I don't know. One, like, one I, of them I, is I dead. <laughs> yeah, one of the, they, they came out Allegedly. to they came out to protest animal cruelty, and I yeah you know, I think that was a good idea. You know what? I actually think this is a way better idea than protesting at like an NBA game or F one, right? If you're gonna like protest animal cruelty, go to a fucking like hot dog eating contest. And I feel like that's the way place where you get the most like simp- relative sympathy, right? Because hot dog yeah. eating contest, I think, because eating contests, most people like they think of them as a weird spectacle of themselves, right? Like, who really thinks this is like super? I mean, whatever. I don't want to like, insult professional eaters, but because, <laughs> uh, like, you know, like, in comparison, like we're talking about waste. What's more wasteful, like burning a gazillion like hydrocarbon of like jet fuel in like F one race, or eating like two hundred hot dog, or like yeah, how many hot dogs are really being eaten at this contest, right? If everyone here eats like fifty, and there's like twenty competitors, it's like a thousand hot dogs. I said, whatever. Like, it, it's like two pigs. I like. So <laughs> I like loose, loosely scro- scroll down the um, yeah, the Twitter thread, and I saw one dude just say, "What was it? Oh, fuck, I lost it now." It's like it clearly affected Joey. He like has a leak towards his bet, which is like over seventy five hot dogs. He bet on Joey to eat seventy five, and it's like it affected Joey. Give me my money back. No, it's like yeah, he, he did win by a huge margin. But the, and it, but yeah, but I, I still feel like this was oddly effective in terms of maybe or it feels like this is more appropriate, right? Because what what really does like um like animal cruelty have to do with the NBA? I mean, it did because the owner of the team of the NBA team playing had like a had a chicken factory. But this feels like more visceral because people are thinking at it's like you you could watch this and as a neutral observer. Like, what did you watch this thing? Yeah, maybe these guys have a point. Like, like, why are you? Well, being, hold like... up, I thought you were being sarcastic when you brought up the F one burning billions of tons of hydrocarbon of of fuel a year. Why were you not being sarcastic when you said that, that wasn't a good protest location? No, no, I was just saying like I, I can like I was saying that if you really want to break, like break it down, 
then yes, F1 is way more har- harmful to like the environment and whatever. Okay, I would right. imagine. Like, no, realistically you, speaking, of course. so I, I, no, I, I was saying realistically speaking, like the harm of like one hot dog eating contest probably isn't so much. But in terms of like visuals and messaging, I can see like why you would do this in terms of like, hey, like guys, like 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 it's one thing to eat, you know, kill animals because we got to eat, right? Everyone understands that. <laughs> it's, it's another thing to like kill animals so we can uh i don't know have this weird contest that many people find to be like gross i find it i don't i don't find it gross but i definitely know that some people find this kind of contest to be very strange what do you, what do you think what do you think guys i mean you th- yeah you, but you like it? i don't know i, I don't I, I understand your point i just think it's a bad point <laughs> i think um also like this if it was from that group it was not the normal spiel which is like to actually disrupt like in a major way to disrupt things, right? Like their major spiel is like, um, you know, like you said, changing themselves to the basketball, basketball ring. Um, they glued themselves to to major roads. Hey, are you cities. saying? That, are you saying that? You saying they they didn't disrupt it? Come on, this guy lost his bet by a hot dog. Joey, ha- Joey could have had. What if true, Joey true. had lost by like the like bar- by a margin of a dog? Then, then what would happen? True, but I'm just saying, like, uh, like if you guys want to be metal protesters, you got to be metal. Like that's not metal enough. I mean, like, I mean, look, look, like they're wrapping up their activity. Like, what if, like, by next year, they're on like the terror, they're on the terror watch list because they killed someone? Watch that happen. That's well, this is the road to radicalization. Like, this, like, I listened to the interview. They said, hey, you know, when we try to do this proper way, sending, you know, our like, undercover factory reports to news channels, no one takes it seriously. No one, you know, no one puts it on the news. We got to do these kind of stunts to get attention. You know, that's the slow road. That's the slow road to radicalization. One 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 day you're coming one out hot, in like Darth one, Vader costumes. One, one, one hot dog at a time, mate. Eh? Next day you'll Darth Vader himself. I mean, I, I doubt they're gonna kill people, but like, it's, it's maybe the road the, down the line is like blowing up like meat factories or something like that. You know. I, I, I mean, this is this is far from the first. I, you, um, know, you know, like Greenpeace, like Rams. Yeah. They, like they they they, they, ram, they ram like whaling ships and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Like, like I was about to bring that up. Is like, that's this is the yeah. from, far from the first radical um yeah. environmentalist strip to exist mm-hmm. um and you know like it, it'll be far from the last because you know it's only getting worse than you know, sydney just declared another natural disaster or well, i guess new south wales declared another natural disaster after natural disasters in march it's been two months since the last flooding natural disaster so yeah i don't know as uh, what do you think about competitive eating do you find it Gross? Do you find it interesting? What's what's your thought on it? I okay. So this this is a stupid take, or perhaps not a stupid take. I only find it interesting if the person is slim. <laughs> so Joey Chestnut is not fat, you know. Like he's, he's not, not that fat. He's, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's he's pretty like he's average bigger. American looking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like overweight for Europe, but like I would say, just like yeah, he's he's like a you know, like just a largeish dude, but not particularly. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a, he's a lot. I I don't like it when it's the bigger dudes. Like, like I just want somebody yo. who looks like that. Like seventy five hot dogs is more than their entire body weight, and them. Yo, then maybe you sound like someone who would really like competitive eating, then because most of the guys who are good at this, guys and gals who are good at this, are not actually big. Like, oh, look at the champions for competitive eating. For the most part, they actually are like very small. It has nothing to do with your like your your because like it's basically uh, based on like how big is your stomach like gen- like, like there's, I think you can train it somewhat, but it's basically it's it is based on like what kind of stomach did, were you born with? What okay. did your parents give you? So, so, so it's just like real sports. 
Kinda. Kinda. No, no, like there was like this real. So you know that Japanese YouTuber who? That's, that's exactly like, the one I'm talking about. That's yeah. exactly so what I'm thinking about. So she can't do contests because she's slow. But she was born with like a. But she was born with like a huge stomach. That's the reason why she can eat so much. Yeah. But so she can't. So she can't do competitive eating contests because like those are those require a combination. You got it requires speed and stomach size. But if you look at the women's division eat for this, like uh, look at the. Nathan's famous winner. Who is it? There, there's there's been a number of like tiny Asian women who have won this contest for whatever reason. It's 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 a weird. It's 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 very amusing. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, like it's Miki 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 Sudo. Miki Sudo was like oh, yeah, I remember like googling her. And if, if you look at her, she's just she's like I don't I don't know how tall she is, but she looks pretty, pretty tiny. Yeah, so so she's like the women's champion, and before her there was another like tiny person, like there's another tiny Asian woman who was really good at it. Sonia Thomas, the, right, the Black Widow, uh, and um, and before before Joey was good, uh, you, do you remember that Japanese guy? What was his name? Kobayashi. Oh, okay, I remember him. But like I said, it, it's like to 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 liken it to something else, which is like extravagantly stupid. It's it's like um. When you watch, it's stupid for, for sure. Yeah. No, but like when, when you watch Strongman, right? It's yeah. the exact opposite. You want the dudes to just be fucking massive, seven foot three, giant freaks pulling, fucking, this massive ass airplane across of an airplane field. Like you just want it to be as yeah. ridiculous as possible, right? And it's the same lud- lud- ludicrity. Is that a word? Um, ludicrousness. Ludicrous. Probably the right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, absurdity absurdity that you want but in the exact reverse reverse form for um for competitive eating you know what i actually want i want competitive eating to have a weight weight limit to that yeah yeah that, that, that that's the, that's the interesting so uh did you ever end up watching strong man history with with brian shaw before you found out that he was he was a, he was a terrible person Not oh, a terrible I, person I, just, I, maybe, I, I, I should say Politically unaligned with me is is the way I should say it. I, I shouldn't say he's bad for having political views. He's just not not, not particularly aligned. Um, I've I watched like the YouTube clips here of that of that show. So on that show, like they 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 sort of go tied to that thing. Whether you're talking about, you're fascinated with these guys being so fucking huge, but at the same time, they there's like a ten minute segment each show. That the producer must have put in there where they have to go do like an eating contest thing. Like they go to a place. Like obviously, eating is important. They have, you know, they, like they have, yeah. you have to eat like a shit ton of calories in order to, uh, you know, to do, you know, power put in the strong man. Well, powerlifting too, and strong man. But they put they put in like a competitive eating ish segment every episode, and it's really surprising, like how little these guys can actually eat compared to like their size. I don't know. It, it's really it's really strange. You, you know what I mean? It's like they're definitely eating a lot, but then you see how big they are, and you're like, that doesn't seem like that. Also, doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, I think for like the thing for like like the thing is right. Um, I'd say on YouTube there was that whole like. It's like if he eats a whole. If Brian Shaw eats a whole pizza, you think that's a lot. Then you look at Brian Shaw, you put inside the pizza like, in his hand, and it's like, eh. I feel I feel like he could he could do like like a couple of uh, whole pizzas or more. Yeah, fair. I think the thing is right. Like it's just expect they're expected to do that day in day out i don't know how much how much a um competitive eater is like eating that amount of food every day probably not right 
Whereas like Brian Shaw eats 20,000 calories every single day or 10,000 calories, probably more than 10,000 every single day. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's the consistency. Yeah. Anyway, so I feel I feel like from what you've told me that you you might actually enjoy competitive eating more more than you think. Maybe maybe this will be the hey, hey when we record again on uh, on 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 Friday, I, I want to hear your findings. Maybe I'll, I'll see. I'm like so busy this week. Week it's crazy. We'll see right. if I find time. Okay. Uh, you have anything else you want to say? I don't know. I'm, I'm again. I didn't have anything to talk about. This, this is a makeup episode. Yeah, and no, I'm good to call it here. It's getting all hot right, again. Uh, I want to turn my AC on. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any uh, song recommendations, but so you can just do yours. Okay, I'll just do the three from the artist I watched. Um, so, King Ons, the pop punk band that I spoke about earlier. The song I have recommended for them is hold up. I just had it now. It's I don't want to stop my music from I believe their first album. Um, pretty good pop punk little little jam from I'm not gonna pick a is is Leo song. I'm gonna pick Necromite Necro any idol song. Necronomia idol song. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Dawn Slayer by Necronomia idol and then Sorry I'm yawning. I'm I'm also tired. <laughs> and then <laughs> from Harunemuri I want to give um from You've her, definitely heard before, haven't you? Yeah, probably. From her latest album, uh, Sozo, uh, Sozo Suru. It's a um, deep cut from that album. I think it's a really good good album, and that's a good song. Keith, do you have a song? Uh, yes. Um, Fuck, now I, now, I feel, now I feel pressured to have a song. Damn it. I mean, I, I didn't, but I looked the song up uh, when the show was starting. Um, just randomly, I was going to... Recommend uh, "Regulate" by Warren G and Nate Dog. Oh, Nate Dog! Oh. I don't know Nate Dog. Oh, Whoa, who's who? Who? Who's the boomer now? Going to fucking like '90s shit, <laughs> dude. It's a the '90s song. does not make you a boomer. It's a song with literally hundreds of millions of plays on YouTube on Spotify. So, yeah. I'm I'm just saying that that that's my thing to like go to like '90s hip hop that everyone knows. Not everyone knows, but whatever. But just '90s hip hop that. I don't have anything. Send this out. I'll send this out. So thank you for listening to this bonus slash makeup slash something episode because we missed an episode and I didn't want to break the streak, even though it's kind of broken. But no, I don't count it as broken. So it's still the streak is running. Episode something something. Um, Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support us monetarily so that I can go to more concerts and listen to more bands more obscure japanese bands and review them for you give them experiences for you you can do that at www.coffee that's ko-fi.com slash the jujus we can support us monetarily you can make get me to listen to concerts you can get keith to do whatever the fuck keith does i don't really understand him he's kind of an enigma still um and you can get wax to more dead Dead game events. I don't know what he's gonna do either with his money. Probably drink, but that's what I'm doing as well. So, yeah. Otherwise, if you just listen to us, that's that's great too. We thank you for that. We thank you, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>